Well, good morning and welcome to the Men's Leadership Network. Thank you for joining us for our final Men's Leadership Network meeting of the semester. We're glad you could join us. Special welcome to everybody meeting across Nashville and Cool Springs at Bricks and Nolansville at Highway 55. Anybody joining us live this morning on the uh, internet or joining us later through a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to you all. We're glad you could join us. Uh, we're going to go uh, with about 35-minute interview with Ben Majette this morning, and then we're going to pause and take some questions. So if you've got questions along the way for Ben and you want to get them to me, you can do that two ways. You can tweet those questions in to at leadership.net, or you can email them in at questions at mensleadershipnetwork.com. And again, the Twitter handle is at leadership underscore net. This morning, our speaker is Ben Majette. Ben Majette is the engineered wood products sales manager for LP Building Products and has 28 years experience in the industry. In his current position, Ben is responsible for LP's EWP sales for all of North America. During his time with LP, he's held several positions, including general manager in the United Kingdom and district sales manager in the Pacific Northwest. Also, he's had market, held marketing, manufacturing, and technical roles. Ben has a BS in wood science from the University of Illinois and has completed the Mailer Leadership Program. While his professional resume is impressive, that's not why Ben is joining us this morning. Perhaps there's some carryover from leading at work that has uh, led to his impressive leadership at home. But home is where we're going to focus today. Ben has a unique strategy for creating milestone moments in the life of his kids, and that's something we hope to learn more about today. Ben and his wife Charlotte and their three children have been attending Rolling Hills Community Church since 2005, and he's served as small group leader in the student's ministry, as well as on the finance team, and he's currently the chairman of the board at Rolling Hills Community Church. Please join me this morning in welcoming Ben Majette. Thank you. Hey, Ben, thanks so much for being with us today. This is exciting. Um, tell us a little bit more about your family and kind of your career. Yeah, so um, as Thomas said, I'm uh, married to an amazing woman, Charlotte Keeney. Uh, she's very involved here at Rolling Hills. Uh, we've been married for 20 years. And um, we, uh, actually 23 years, uh, but uh, uh, we have uh, three amazing children, um, Cameron, who's a... Uh, sophomore at University of Tennessee, Knoxville, mm -hmm. and Mackenzie, who is uh, a junior in high school, and Callum, who's in the eighth grade. So, you know, we're just in one of those periods of life that's completely busy oh, yeah. and chaotic and exciting and, uh, uh, but, uh, and challenging. Mm -hmm. And um, so with LP, you know, I've been with them with, for 28 years. Uh, you know, it's just been, I've been so blessed to have so many different roles and uh, the opportunity to do so many different things. And, uh, uh, you know, it's just been a great, great career. Mm -hmm. I know, I mean, I love it and just have, getting to know you and some of your journey and being in England and, you know, working over there and the relationships you built there and the difference you made there and then coming back here and now being over kind of North America. I mean, you've got a big job, so that's exciting. So tell us a little bit about your faith journey in Christ. Yeah, so, you know, Jeff, I was, I was literally raised in the church. My father's a pastor. Um, I accepted Christ at a very young age. Uh, and then in my early teens and, and uh, our late teens and, and early adult, I, you know, I was really attracted to the crowds that were taking the most risks and partying. And uh, my walk uh, really went away from God. And um, thankfully, God protected me during that time. And 
you know, right around the time Charlotte and I were, were going to get married, uh, you know, I just really wanted God to be the foundation of, of my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we started going to church before we got married. And, uh, you know, since then, you know, God's been working on me <laughs> and through churches, through experiences and, and through my relationships. But uh, he's still working on me. Yeah, we're all a work in progress, aren't we? <laughs> so, hey, tell me about when you kind of came back to the Lord and committed your life to him and how has that impacted your family? Yeah, you know, I, uh, I was an extreme workaholic. Jeff, and, and I think, it, you know, my career was everything, and, and everything else was second. And, uh, uh, and then I got to the place where, you know, I, I'd put God in front of my career, but it was still then God career, and, and my family was definitely third on the, on the list. And I was in this uh, uh, Bible study called uh, CLC. It, it's Christian Leadership Concepts. It's kind of like a Bible study on steroids. Mm-hmm. It's a two-year commitment. And we were in this module called Leading Your Family. And I just became very convicted in that, that, um, you know, well, one, that my, my family, my wife and my, my children are also children of God. Mm-hmm. And they are His children. And He's entrusted me to uh, be a leader in their lives. Mm. And that I was doing a pretty poor job with that. And, and since I saw my life as, as a job, mm. uh, I, I, it, unfortunately, I had to put my family a, as a job to, to realize that I was not performing very well and that someday God was going to have a conversation with me about, how did you do with my, mm. my children? Mm. And uh, it's kind of the ultimate performance review, and uh, I didn't think I'd score very well. So I started really focusing on being more intentional, being more purposeful with mm. time with my children, with where they were at in their faith journey, where, um, mm. uh, you know, where their interests lie, and um, how I could become connected with them. Well, I tell you, I've watched you and Charlotte, you know, which has been awesome, but I've watched your kids too, and your kids love the Lord and they serve, and so there's something God's working through you to really make an impact in your family, and you came up with several years ago this kind of idea of doing a rite of passage trip with your kids, and when they turned 16, talk about that. How did you come up with this idea? What, What kind of sparked that? Well, I just, you know, when I was in my late teens, I, I had so much energy. I had, and, and, and it wasn't just I was attracted to risk. I needed risk, right? I, I, there was just, I just had this. And, and there was, wasn't really anyone around me saying, hey, here's some healthy ways that you can take risks and that are, you know, that are not just partying and, and things like that. And so, um, so I, I wanted to provide something like that for my children if they were like me. And then the, the other part of that is our, you know, our culture doesn't really have a, a line or a moment in time that mm-hmm. says, you are now a man, mm-hmm. you are now a woman. And um, you know, I just wanted to mark a moment in time that said, you are becoming an adult, things are gonna change, mm-hmm. uh, you are gonna go into the world. Uh, you will face challenges, and, but you are not alone. Mm-hmm. You have God, and you have people that believe in you around you. 
And, and so that was really, you know, the, the bottom line of, of what, I was trying to, what, I, what I was trying to do. So we do two things in our family. Uh, I take them on a trip when they're 16, and then uh, Charlotte takes them on a mission trip in their senior year. Mm. And so for my trip, I, I, it's one-on-one, and uh, I have a criteria that is, it has to be something that we work towards. So uh, an example might be scuba diving. So uh, you have to learn how to scuba dive first, and then you have to we'll dive in a pool, and then we'll do some local dives, and then we'll go on a big trip. And so it wasn't really just about the trip, but it was about forcing my children to spend time with me <laughs> uh, and, uh, uh, you know, and preparing, preparing uh, that. You know, when they're younger, uh, it's easy to get them to spend time with you, but as they get older, it gets you know, harder and harder. But. Well, I love the idea of that whole rite of passage because really in our society, like you said, we don't have as much. You know, the, the Jews have bar mitzvahs and they kind of identify this, you know, other societies, you know. You have different, you know, times that are those rites of passage. But in our society, is it 12? Is it 13 when you become a teenager? Is it 16 when you get your driver's license? Is it 18, you know, when you go off to college? We, we really don't have kind of a marker. And so for you to come in and say, I'm going to help establish a marker in our family and help you understand that you're moving from being an adolescent to being an adult. That's, right. And having that conversation with them, I think, makes such a difference. So tell us about then you took Cameron, you know, your oldest, who's now at University of Tennessee, and uh, you took him on this trip. Tell, yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, it was just a great trip. We, uh, uh, he decided he wanted to do hiking and uh-huh. backpacking. And so we did a uh, seven-day backpacking trip through um, the, uh, the Pacific Crest Trail in the Sierra Nevadas. And then we also did some hiking in Yosemite. I have a couple pictures here. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, that was us. And so that's, we hiked to the top of Half Dome too. That is uh, way up there. Um, that's Cameron holding up El Capitan or pushing it. <laughs> um, and, uh, and then that's uh, Cameron. <laughs> and then, so this bear, all right, you can tell he's got a, a collar on. So we, did, we saw him in Yosemite, but I, I didn't take a picture of the bear we saw on the trail because I didn't want to take the time to get my camera out. So, you know, we did have a real sense of adventure. We saw bears and rattlesnakes and uh, amazing beauty, met amazing people. We met these, we ended up meeting these people from Tullahoma right down the road. And, you know, we would, uh, we, we prayed together and, and, uh, but so, you know, the other thing that I did there was um, I asked people what I call in, in Cameron's fan club, uh, so me and Charlotte and his grandparents, his youth leaders, mm-hmm. and to write a letter or a Bible verse for him. And like Jeff, Jeff you, you gave him a verse. And so at the beginning of that day, we would talk about the letter. I'd give him the letter, and, and that day on the trail, we'd talk about it and what it means. And so I just wanted to mark that moment and say, Cameron, you know, you are becoming a man. Mm. You are, things are going to change, and you are going to enter the world. There will be challenges, but you've got God, and you've got these people. They believe in you. And, and so that, that was really what I wanted to, to make as an impact for him. And, and Jeff, I thought I was teaching my son about adventure, but I can tell you that a 16-year-old sense of adventure trumps, at that time I was 49, <laughs> trumps a 49-year-old any day of the week, and he taught me a lot about adventure on that trip. And, 
you know, it wasn't all easy. You know, we, we had adverse weather and like everyone's turning around and I'm going, yeah, Cameron, we should turn around. And he's, you know, he's going, no, dad, we came this far. And so we, you know, we had to work through things. We lost our water filter. Uh, we had to work through these different challenges and frustrations. And um, so it wasn't just like this pristine thing, but it was us learning how to, you know, how to work together through things too. Yeah, that 16-year-old probably ran you to death. Oh. You look up the, Come on, Dad. <laughs> I had blisters, and he's just taking off. <laughs> but I love how intentional you were. It wasn't just, hey, let's go for a hike. It was, no, let's prepare for this. And then you had something each day that you taught him about being a man and having other people pour into that, writing letters and verses and spending that time. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. So... All right, so that's one thing. I mean, I think, you know, we can identify with guys and go on, hey, let's do a hike or something like that. But you also have a daughter. Right. And uh, recently you did your kind of rite of passage with your daughter. Talk about that. Yeah, it was just about three weeks ago okay. uh, that we went. And so, yeah, it was very different. So Mackenzie, um, you know, when she was little, so we, we've been talking about this trip for a long time. So she wanted to go to the Amazon and discover a new insect. And uh, she was way into insects as a kid. And it turned into scuba diving, then it turned into a history trip through Europe, and then we finally went to New Orleans with uh, basically one day planned of going to the World War II Museum. So I, I told you my criteria, and that didn't fit very well into the criteria I had established. So it, it did cause friction between me and Mackenzie as we were, you know, working through this over the years, and, you know, but... I got here too late, I, I think, but, uh, or later than I should have, but it finally dawned on me, you know, God, God meets us where we're at, mm. and, and as a parent, I needed to demonstrate that kind of compassion and love for my daughter, and, I, and, and her, that was not her sense of adventure. That was not anywhere, that the, the things I thought were adventurous, uh, it wasn't anywhere within on her radar or things that she would enjoy, and you know, we really got into a part where instead of this being a relationship-enhancing experience, it, it was turning into a relationship uh, dismantling <laughs> uh, mm. experience. And so, um, so I, I had to meet her where she was at. But you know, it turned out God was in it, and it turned out to be just an amazing uh, trip. And so, you know, we did. I got a few pictures of that. Oh, so we did. Uh, you know, this is a crawfish boil if you've never been to one in New Orleans. And then we did the uh, touristy things. Um, She's got their Pred shirt on. And uh, we, uh, we went to the World War II Museum. And, but I also didn't think I'd have a sense of adventure, but, um, you know, Mackenzie has this mm. passion for um, providing uh, feminine hygiene supplies to homeless women. And we, uh, so we took two days and we got together supplies and materials and uh, we went out and handed out uh, supplies to uh, 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 homeless women. And, you know, we met amazing people and they uh, prayed with us and we prayed with them and, and these, and, so people just poured into Mackenzie and, and just, you know, just really praised her. 
And it was, I mean, God was just totally in that, working in it. And, and I didn't think we'd have any sense of adventure. I, I went to that last picture too early, but I don't know if we can bring that back up. But we were passing out some supplies in one neighborhood. And, and uh, I, don't know, I don't know if they were just extremely religious uh, there, but, uh, uh, but it was a little bit scary and, and adventurous. We were, uh, so it was a different sense of adventure. We didn't see bears on a trail, but we were in, in environments that were definitely... Uh, um, adventurous and mm. and so you know um, it was just a, a really strong uh, foundation building experience for us again I had her fan club um, mm. put together a letter our verses and we we talked about those every day and and we just marked that moment in time and said you know Mackenzie you're becoming a woman mm. uh, you're gonna go into the world uh, things are gonna change from here and it's going to be challenging, but you've got God, and you've got these people that believe in you, mm. and uh, so, so that was uh, that trip—a big learning experience for me. And uh, wow, so that's totally different experience, but it was tailored for Cameron, and then it was tailored for McKinsey, and uh, it really met them, you know. And, and I think that's powerful, Ben, to be able to be flexible enough to say, you know, McKinsey probably didn't want to go hike in Yosemite or, you know, and uh, you did, you know, you're like, love that. But to be able to meet her. Uh, and I think what I appreciate too is a lot of times as dads with girls, we're kind of like, well, we'll let mom handle that, you know. But uh, the more people I talk to and the more women in, in different places are just like, I wish my dad would have talked to me about this um, because of the impact that it has. So what advice would you give to men about having a rite of passage or a milestone kind of trip or putting that into their vocabulary? Yeah, I'd, I'd say first off, you know, it doesn't have to be really expensive yeah. or, or very far away. I mean, I, I think if, if you are intentionally marking a moment in time and, and saying you're proud of them and recognizing that they are becoming an adult, mm. that's going to be impactful whether it's in your backyard or if it's in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, the other thing is to be flexible. Um, you know, I never saw myself handing out tampons to homeless women on one of these, but, uh, you know, that was, that was where God took us and, and Mackenzie took us, and uh, so be extremely flexible. Mm. Involve the fan club, and, and, and mark, you know, mark that moment in time and that they are becoming an adult, they're going into the world, they've got support. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, I'd say probably my last thing too is I think half this church was praying for us. Uh, so uh, I'd say, you know, make sure that, that you have people praying mm -hmm. as well. And um, uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Man, I just love the intentionality of that. I mean, I really do. And in, in, in looking at your kids and saying, hey, it's not just I want to get them through middle school and through high school and then good luck. It's like I want to pour into them. And I want right. to prepare them. And I love Mackenzie's heart. I think watching her serve at church, but she has a mission's heart. And for you to tailor that experience to meet that, powerful. So what's been the result? What, what's been the result with your kids? What have you seen? Yeah, so uh, Cameron's birthday uh, not so long ago. We do this thing at dinner where we say, best, you know, what's the best and worst of your day just to get the kids to talk to us. And so uh, at his birthday, Charlotte said, well, what's the best and worst of your life so far? And Cameron said, well, my, my best is the trip I took with dad. And, you know, that, that just means 
it meant so much uh, to hear that. And then he was home from uh, school recently on spring break, and you know, I, of course we're disconnected. You know, he's in school, I'm, I'm here, and so we went out for a, a long hike, and you know, I got to catch up on where he's at on his faith journey and mm. school and things, how things are going with his girlfriend. And so it, I didn't see that at the time, but it's, giving us, it's given us a place to reconnect mm. to. And um, so with Mackenzie, you know, I, I think in a time where I've been so busy with work over the last few, few years and she's been so busy with band and you know, it just gave us a place. I'd say for her, it was even more foundational that, that we needed to put some building blocks in the foundation of our relationship. And we have a, now a potential place to connect on, you know, hygiene products for homeless <laughs> women. <laughs> it's pretty easy to do. We can just, you know, yeah. go, go to Nashville and, yeah. and do that. So, uh, uh, so I, I think that's, that's been the impact that I've seen so far. Mm. What advice would you give to men just about investing in our kids at any age? You know, instead of just waiting to 16, you, you started out even saying that you were a workaholic, you know, and it yeah. was work and then God and then family and then it became, you know, God and then work and then family. But at some point it switched and you didn't wait till your kids were 16 to switch that. So what advice would you give us? You know, because a lot of us have young kids or even some have grandkids, you know, what advice would you give? Yeah, I, I just, I think they're just looking, they're looking to us for validation of, of love. Mm. Um, do I belong? Who am I? Uh, even, even when they're pushing us away, and it doesn't, I mean, it can really not look like they are looking <laughs> at us for validation, but when they're pushing us away, it's so important, you know, that, that we lead in that way and that we are there. Um, uh, you know, this is just a job that we can afford. We cannot afford to not do well. Mm. And um, you know, I I can't profess to have um, all the answers. You know, my house is like anybody else's. There's doors that slam, and and uh, I'm a parent in training. Yeah. Um, but but the other thing I'd say is, you know, don't don't wait for a big trip. Um, start start when they're when they're young, if you if you still can. Um, build those habits, you know, because uh, it, 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 at some point in time, it, not, not every child, but most children, I'd say, at some point in time, you will hit a point where, where your relationship is strained. Mm -hmm. And if you build those habits of connection, then that's, that's when you're going to need them. It's not going to be when, you're, when they're young and you come home and they want, you know, they want to run up and spend time with you and you're too busy. You know, it's, it's later. At some point, I, I, I remember uh, seeing Andy, Andy Stanley speak mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. uh, his relationship with his dad and Charles Stanley, and, and they met for breakfast, you know, every morning. And uh, when Andy left his dad's church and took the, half the congregation with him, uh, it was a pretty tumultuous time, and he said that they still met every morning. They didn't speak, I mean, once a week for breakfast. They didn't speak to each other, yeah. but, they, but they still met. And... Uh, um, so I just think it's, if we build those habits, make, make, make that a, a habit in our lives, you know. Um. What's been, um, you said that Cameron, you know, did a mission trip with Charlotte, and that's something that you want to do their senior year, they want to go somewhere. How, right. how was that with 
Charlotte. Yeah, it was, you know, they, they still talk about it all the time. And, um, you know, and, and I think at that age group, too, you know, it was, it was the kids in the transitional living facility, too. Mm-hmm. Just I, as much as, as they served there, I think the impact that those kids had on Cameron, mm-hmm. um, just how mature they were and, and all that they were doing to serve God. And, and you know, and they, they really were just a, a little bit older than him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, and then Charlotte and Cameron's relationship just, you know, really blossomed in that, too. Yeah. You know, I think it, I loved how you made the analogy early on about work and, you know, how we'll have goals at work and we'll be so driven and, and uh, you've been very successful and have have done that really well. But to transfer that over to your family and to look and say, what are my goals for my family? You know, what, where are the things in the, or the measurables and the ROI, you know, all that stuff that we do at work all day. And it's kind of like we, come home and we're like, yeah, well, they'll figure it out, you know, and you've taken that and just transferred it over so that you are raising incredible kids. I mean, and they're, they're adults that are leading and, uh, I love that mindset change, you know? So tell me what's the best advice you've ever been given? Yeah. Jeff, if I could just say one more thing. Yeah. 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 You just said, you know, I mean, along that line is we, we do, we have, performance plans uh, perf- and, and performance uh, development plans that we do for our employees. And we put a lot of time like, oh, yeah, this person's a high potential and mm-hmm. they're going to make it here. And, and, but then we come home and we're like, oh, man, I, I just need to watch you know, Netflix for a while because yeah. I'm, I'm dead. Yeah, I'm and so, you know, it's not like we need to manage our families like work, but, but investing that time yeah. and connecting at them with a different level. But so best advice... Um, you, you know, I, a while back, I was going through, you know, I was really struggling with something, and uh, actually, Joel Barone told me that something that someone had said to him, I'm going to kind of paraphrase it, but it was, someone had said to him, you know, don't wish your trials away, mm. because that's where God's really working hard in you, and, and I think that applies, you know, in families, we're going to have trials, mm-hmm. and in work, in our career, we're going to have trials, and I, I'm one of those people, I'm like, man, I, if I could just get through this, you know, if I can get through to Friday, it's going to be great. You know, I, I, I want to be on the other side of the, the pain. And, uh, but to take a moment and step back and say, you know what, what is God teaching me here? What am I learning right now? And uh, so just to not wish those trials away, that, that there's a lot of richness in there too. Mm, I, I love that because I do think you're right. We want to fast forward. And yet a lot of times that's where God's teaching us the most. You know, and that's where we're growing the most. And, and I, I appreciate you being honest with us too when you said that, you know, you, you and Cam, and y'all just, you and Cameron were, you know, right on. And McKenzie, it was a little harder. Yeah. And, and there were some bumps in the road relationally. And sometimes we have that with different kids in our, in our own family. Um, but to persevere through that and to say, okay, God's growing us deeper in that relationship is, is important, you know, and, and, um, and not just going, okay, well, I'm going to fast forward for the, her to get out of middle school or get out of high school and then everything will be fine. You know, yeah, you, you, man, it goes quick. Doesn't it go quick? It goes quick. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, give us a couple of takeaways for being spiritual leaders. What would you say to us about being spiritual leaders? Yeah, I, I, think, um, I think first off it's, you know, it's our privilege and it's our obligation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm. and then, you know, second, if we don't do it, 
who's going to do it? I mean, your kids are going to be led by somebody. Wow. And, and you, you can choose to be that person or you can choose to, to allow them to pick somebody else. And um, so I think that's, that's it. Man, drop the mic on that one. Your <laughs> kids are going to be led by somebody and you get to pick, right? Is it going to be you or somebody else? Dude, that's strong. That's really good. All right, Ben, what, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, for today, if, if everyone who hears this and has an ability to, uh, to create a milestone moment for their children mm-hmm. um, does that, I, I think it can change our culture. Um, I think it's something that's missing in our, in our youth today, and uh, that would, I would love that to be my legacy. Mm. I love that. Man, that, that would be powerful. Just that involvement, you know, and that what it would create in families, um, what it would create in generations. So that's fantastic. All right, we got some questions for you. Is that okay? That's fine. All right. Thomas? Check. Ben, uh, question number one came in here, and it says, what are regular spiritual practices or disciplines that you do to prepare yourself for parenting your children? Wow. Um, yeah, I think uh, there's a few things. One yeah. is, one is just your quiet time with God. Um, you know, it's something that tends to come in and out of our lives. But the more we are connected to God, the better. Um, and then I'd say, you know, with your with your spouse too. My my dad said this really corny thing. I was almost said it for my advice, but it's a. Uh, when, on my first date he had with my mom was, he said, the closer we get to God, the closer we're going to get to each other. And we always said, that's a, that, that is the worst pickup line I've ever heard. But, <laughs> but, uh, but it's really true. And it, so if you can, if you're connected to your, so connected to God, connected to your wife. And then, you know, the other thing is, our older A6 group um, is still, we, we meet once a week and, mm-hmm. We just kind of share life together, and um, you know, uh, we support each other, and we talk a lot about what's going on with family and things like that. So just to have that 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 group around you that's walking with you. Mm. Um, so I'd say, you know, your connection to God, very connected to your wife, and then uh, a group of guys too around you. And that's man, that yeah, I think you nailed it. I mean, you're. Your connection to the Lord is most important, right? Because you, you teach, have an overflow of what God's doing in your own heart and life. And your kids, of all people, watch you. you know? <laughs> they know whether you're legit or whether you're not. And, uh, and so I think you staying on task with the Lord doesn't mean you're perfect, right? But it means that you're growing in the Lord. And then I love that about your spouse. And I do think, you know, it is like a triangle, right? As you grow closer to God and your spouse is growing closer to God, you are growing closer to each other. So... But I think your marriage, I think you're teaching your kids uh, what marriage is going to be like and how they treat uh, their future spouse one day. Absolutely. Um, and, and then that group of guys around you. And we've heard that at men's leadership a few times, which is so important. And I think Amy Alexander's even said it last time, you know, four to seven men around you, you know, be sure that you've got some guys who can speak truth into your life. And I think that comes at church. And I think that finding those godly men, um, you've done a great job been of plugging in and leading. I mean, you teach students, you know, on Sunday mornings and you pour in. So you're around your kids' friends and that's 
awesome. I think if you're a dad, be around your kids' friends and, and teach and lead. Um, but then also watching your kids serve. You've done a yeah. great job of helping your kids serve. I mean, they do worship one, serve one on Sunday mornings, and they develop this mindset of service. And uh, Absolutely. That's, that's great. Yeah, I think that makes such a big difference. You know, my kids, I think they think they kind of own the church because they've <laughs> served in it. Yeah. They cleaned it up. You know, they help set up. They, you know, they do that kind of stuff. So it pays huge dividends though. I mean, it just makes such an impact and a difference. That's great. Thomas. Okay, Ben, uh, how has your relationship with your children changed as they've gotten older and how do you maintain an involvement in their lives? Yeah, I, you know, I'd say, uh, again, it's, you know, I'm a parent in training. Um, you know, when it's younger, when they're younger, it is so much easier. At least it was for me. It was so much easier because they're, well, they kind of have to do what you say and, and, and they seem to be a lot more interested. Um, I, as they got older and it got more difficult, well, one, you know, if they're in sports or, or band or whatever, you know, you drop, taking the time to drive them and their friends, you learn so much mm. just by being in that car and, um, and it may not sound like a lot, but, but, you know, if you leave that all to your, your spouse and you're not participating in that, you're missing out on a lot of life and a lot of where they're really at. Um, and then, mm. you know, one thing, Charlotte's dad did this with her. And, you know, as, as Mackenzie got really, really busy, we started um, just going to breakfast every Sunday morning before um, things got going here, except she kept serving earlier and earlier, and I, lately I have to get up at like 5 a.m. on Sunday to, to <laughs> spend time with her, so it's kind of not really looking forward to that, but, 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 but if, if nothing else is working, you know, man, you got to protect that, and, and the earlier you can start a steady habit, the, the more, when it gets heated up, busy, um, that, that, that's just going to seem natural to them. And it, I've had a harder time trying to break back in when I didn't have that habit or I had a year of craziness and I, and I didn't do anything with them. And then I'm trying to break back in and, and it's just, it's so hard to break back in. So if you could just develop that habit and never break it, it you're, you're awesome mm-hmm. and, and did way better than I have. Yeah, I, I, I love that answer because I do think when they're young, you're kind of like, oh, so tired. But, but they're captive audience, right? It's right. not like they can <laughs> go anywhere. And then as they get older, you think, hey, we can relate more, but then they've got sports and travel. And I mean, you're going, wow, we never see each other. And, 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 and capturing those moments of, you know, in the car and not turning on, you know, you know music or giving them their phones or, you know, just like, hey, let's talk, you know, or capturing yeah. those moments at dinner and just saying this is going to be, or breakfast, this is something we're going to do. I think if you're not intentional about it, I'm telling you, sports will take over, school will take over, drama takes over, and you don't see your kids. And, um, and making that intentional is, is so powerful. That's a good word. And sometimes you just have to, we call it force family fun, and you just have to make them come with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're still the parent, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're miserable. We'll, we'll just get over it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad saying that one time. He's like, I said, I didn't want to do something. He goes, well, do you want to live here? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Kind of, you know, you know, it's like, okay. So, yeah, you, you, you got to, this is, this is something where you're stepping in as a parent. And a lot of times you got to remember that parents, you still have the number one influence in your kid's life, you know? Absolutely. Um, 
and we think it's their kids when they get to middle school or high school. I mean, it's their friends, but it's really you. And, and, and to be honest about that and be the parent, yeah. the parent, you know? And I think even when they're not acting like it, you know, you, you have to be, I, one of my big learnings is that you, you, you don't feel connected and you don't, they're, they're not coming to you, but they, they are hearing what you're saying. They are watching your behavior and you are still, you're, what you do is still so important in their lives, whether they're acting like that or, or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just add one thing, and then we'll get one more question. But you know what? It, fight the battles. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes as men, like you said, sometimes we're tired. We come home. You know, we've had a long day at work, and we want to just watch Netflix, or we want to watch the Preds, or, you know, whatever's on. But, and we go, and, you know, your wife may say, well, they're doing this or they're doing that. Step into that, you know? And I think as guys, we've got to step in. We've got to initiate. And if our kids, we see them going off in a different direction or, you know, hey, they're, they're having trouble at school or they're not there, get counseling, get help, do whatever at that age. Because if you don't fight that battle then and you don't step in with it then, man, they just, they, they, they just go Absolutely. off. And I'm like, man, you had your chance. Do it, you know? And for, for men... We've got to be the champions. We've got to step in there. Yeah. So. And, and it's going to be harder than because I said so, right? It's right, going to be a lot right. You, it's going to be battle after battle after battle. Yeah. But you do it in love and you do it in right. grace, um, but you initiate, you, you step in. Man, that's such a good word, Ben. Yeah. So, all right, one more question. Okay, Ben, what if you feel like you've waited too long to start being intentional with your kids? What would you suggest or where would you suggest starting? Ooh. That's a really great question. I, I would say, you know, start with small stuff. I mean, it doesn't, you know, we, we and don't try to make up for everything overnight, you know, and, uh, but don't give up, you know, try, something as simple as breakfast or, like I said, driving them in the car. I, mean, I, can't, I can't tell you how much stuff I learned by driving my son to lacrosse practice with his friends in the car. I mean, yeah. and, um, but, uh, but be there and be there regularly and just make a commitment to that and it, the rest will, will take care of itself. I mean, it's, it's really just being there. And, yeah. and, and then the other thing is just let them know, you know. Let, try to see them as God sees them and see them as God's children. And, and when they see you looking at them, make sure they see you looking at them that way. Mm. And so it, it's those subtle things. It's... it's it's the smaller things, and it doesn't have to be a big, giant thing, but, but, but do it, and do it regularly. Yeah, it's never too late. I mean, it's really never too late to step, never step late. back in, you know? And, and uh, yeah, if we could communicate anything, just do something, you know, step in, and then develop out that plan for how you're going to help your kids grow and mature. And, um, but yeah, it's never too late. Um, you know, Ben, I just want to say thank you, because of been able to watch your journey, and, and you're a great dad, and, and to see your kids walking with the Lord and watch them serve, and uh, I just want to say thank you to you and Charlotte, and the difference you make in church, but the difference you make in, in their lives, and I know you've got a big job and lots of things, but you can tell your heart is set on the Lord first, you know, and then your family, and then your career, and to, and to see that play out, praise God. So let me pray for us. Oh, Father, thanks for today. And thank you, Father, um, just for the challenge, um, God, to me and to all of us, Father, to be the men and the fathers you've called us to be. And God, I thank you that you're with us, that you're for us. God, it's not easy. 
um, all the time, but God, you have called us and equipped us for such a time as this. And so I pray that we would be men after your heart, that we'd be godly husbands, that we'd be godly fathers, um, that we would put you first and then we would put our family and our kids, that we would make the most of this moment, this time that we have, Father, to really pour in and to, to impact their lives, God. And uh, Father, thank you. Thank you for entrusting you, these precious children to us and find us faithful. And so, Lord, thanks for Ben. Thanks for our time this morning. And God, we dedicate our lives to you. And it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Well, thank you, Ben. Thanks for joining us. That was great. Hey, guys, as we wrap up today, I want to remind you, you're going to receive an MLN Rewind email sometime later today. It'll have a link to today's interview as well as a link to the website. Uh, Another reminder, we've got over 50 interviews just like this that we've done over the last couple of years that you can access through the website, mensleadershipnetwork.com, and it's a real easy link to share with peers or other men in your office or other men in your life. Hey, as we wrap up today, I want to let everybody know this is our last MLN for this semester. Um, We're going to probably take the summer off, but be on the lookout for some additional emails. This fall, we're going to change the format up a little bit as we attempt to uh, use MLN to elevate the overall men's ministry of the church and give men uh, even more ways to connect and build those four to six uh, uh, men peer group um, type of opportunities around you. So uh, thank you for joining us this morning, and we look forward to seeing you next time.